FNS is sponsored by The Boast Application. Restaurant recommendations from people you know and trust. Love it, boast it. Available for download in the App Store. Search B-O-Z-T. FNS is recorded at Black Box Studio and produced by Leo Esposito, Gene Esposito, and Justin Davies. You can contact us at Leo J. Esposito, at Gene S. Burrito, and at underscore Daybees. That's underscore D-A-Y-B-E-E-Z. Are we live? We're good? Let's go. You are now listening to the Father and Sons Fantasy Football Review Podcast, starring your host, Leo Esposito, Gene Esposito, and Justin Davies. Week 12 of our show, FNS. FNS? FNS. Whoa. Someone did a little bit of leapfrog. <laughs> <laughs> so, week 11 of the NFL finished last night. Sunday. How about them Chiefs? Justin, I want to hear your... <laughs> you don't want to hear mine. I do. Because you don't. I know you always have an interesting spin on how our boys play. And... I'm just going to throw it out there. That last series was pretty impressive. I mean, granted, someone obviously, there was broken coverage or whatever, but at the end of the day, they showed up. But I want to hear your opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I know defense, I, defense no, yeah, didn't I'm, show I'm, up till the end. I'm worried, about, yeah, I'm worried about the defense. Yeah. I am. Yeah. Uh, offense is, you know, yeah. they do what they do. 35 points is good. Defense, I'm worried about moving forward. That's... All I'll say. What? So, so with that said, uh, and then we'll give Gene an opportunity here. What was was it? Was it really the defense, or was it the Raiders just being dialed into the Chiefs? Because come on, they did beat them last time they played. Maybe, but I I just saw a lot of missed tackles. Yeah. Um, and that was the main thing for me. A lot of missed tackles. Yeah, and, and anybody all the time. Yeah, anybody will beat you. I know, and it, it's something that you and it was out of guys that you didn't, you don't normally see, like Matthews out here missing tackles. Uh, well, like, it, looked, it looked like there were some some missed coverages, right? Yeah, because there were definitely receivers that, at least on a couple of plays, were like wide open. Yeah, wide open. So that was like. Are they running a new, you know, scheme or? I think Carr is just stepping up as a as a quarterback, um, right? But yeah, I guess maybe when you play a team, you get really comfortable with their coverage and you know how to pick it apart to some degree, right? Yeah. So um, I had a question, um, but we'll get to that in a minute, Gino. So your thoughts on on the Chiefs as a whole, and then and then where you potentially see some, you know, we'll say. I don't know, bright spots and maybe maybe some dark spots. Uh, overall, I thought they looked really good. Uh, the defense obviously could have played better, but uh, I expect those guys like Matthew and Chris Jones to step up when yeah. it really matters. Uh, but I will say I was definitely disappointed with those two. Uh, they weren't really getting much of any pressure on uh, Carr. No, not and at all. He, uh, That's he, a good point. He had all day to throw. Yeah, and it seemed, uh, he was all showing. Day. It, it seemed that all way. day. 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, I know what I was going to ask. Um, did we have, because it didn't seem this way, because they were talking a lot about the Raiders defense not having a lot of time to practice because of COVID, but it looked like we had our full defense. Is, is that correct or not necessarily correct? Were there guys out? I mean, it looked like our, our primary guy On was the there. defensive side, I, yeah. I'm not, I don't think we had a lot of people missing, no. Right, yeah. I didn't think so. And yeah, then, as far as I know, the defense was good, and it was just really the Raiders who did ultimately end up getting back most of those guys for the game. But, yeah, they didn't get to really practice because of having to wait and hear if they were good. Right. So did you guys catch that one little snippet? It looked like, and maybe if, if, I, if I'm thinking of the right player, was it Chris Jones that on the sideline? Who yep. went after someone? Yeah, that was Chris Jones. What? Oh, I missed that. Oh, you didn't see that? No. Yeah, so, it was uh, Ladarius Sneed, I want to say. Probably just a broken coverage or something, and uh, he was getting in chili. Or I know it. They 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 caught it. Yeah, they, uh, he was mad with it. someone about. Uh, I want to say coverage. He was but, on fire. Yeah. Uh, no, he looked like that. Must have been when I turned the game off. I didn't <laughs> see. <laughs> It's so funny you say that because I'm like, if Justin was here, he'd be upstairs right now. You know how I am. Screaming. I just, I I have to. I swear I thought that. I I have to just like be away from it because it it boils my blood so bad. Okay. But I also have to say, watching, okay, let's assume it was two, let's say it was two NFC teams. That would have been a great game. Yes, watch, yes, right? yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because I was thinking, man, if I was any other yeah. fan, any other I would fan. be like, this is a game. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, so from that standpoint, I'm like, man, I haven't seen a game this good in years. Like the Dolphins. Yeah. Dan Marino used to play like that. Okay. You know, granted, granted, you know. it was halftime. Because right when he Mahomes threw the pick yeah. at the end of halftime, yeah. that's when I turned it off. And I just didn't go back until... Which, which, isn't that his second pick of the season? Yeah, yeah. they're both the against the Raiders. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I did see that. Yeah. So, I mean, pretty insane. I mean, I, I agree with you. I was scratching my head. I'm like, where's the defense? Where's the defense? What's going on? I, I, I believe they probably were off a little, right? But I still want to give credit to the Raiders because yeah. they're, they seem like an insanely... They seem obviously... A team for the future that's going yeah. to rival the Chiefs. Yeah, it's a rivalry. Their game. coaching is insane, or at least seems that way. Guys are buying into right. Yeah, what the coaches are feeding them, and they're playing at a whole other level. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, they look like they're on a very up and coming track towards uh, really being one of the solid AFC teams. Exactly. Uh, Gruden's really got everyone to buy in. Uh, Mike Mayock, former uh, ESPN analyst, uh, is now their GM, and him and Gruden just have an amazing rapport. Uh, they brought in great guys, and yeah, I think uh, the Raiders really seem to have the Chiefs' number this year. That's that. that I, I I would agree with that, but at the same time, I think they're just a really really good team. Right? Yeah, I could see them next yeah, year uh, having some guys yeah. uh, who like Henry Ruggs and whatnot. Uh, you know, develop and really give them some uh, threats on offense because right now, uh, you know, you hit guys like Agler and Ruggs randomly, but neither of those guys can really be all that consistent right now. And at least with Ruggs, 
their fan base has got to be thinking, uh, you know, this is just the beginning. Uh, he'll be a lot better come next year, the year after, whenever. He's a young guy. Ran sub 4-3 in the 40. Ran the fastest 40 in the draft, yeah. I want to say. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're, they're getting some weapons there in uh, Vegas. And, uh, you know, I, I felt weird saying I almost said <laughs> Oakland. But, uh, nice that catch. stadium yeah. amazing. Did you yeah, see that, that the whole nuts. field Go rolls outside. in yeah yeah it's, oh, a, oh, yeah. That was so it's a lot cool. like uh, arizona yeah. cool yeah i love yeah. that and uh i want to give kudos to the owner for the raiders did you hear he was like davis we, yeah we yeah. can't have all of our fans we aren't having any fans yeah oh, i thought that was cool any fan. i thought it was cool too yeah right because normally like out at the club level in or whatever yeah, yeah. you know but that that I thought it was amazing. Maybe there was more to that story, but at the end of the day, I'm like, I was expecting to see some. There was none. So yeah. they were told that they were allowed to have some fans. Yeah, I and I, that. And I get it because they're, while they're on the West Coast, Vegas is pretty isolated. Yeah. So it's not like you're in too terrible of a situation there, you know, of potentially spreading to the West Coast or whatnot, which is, you know, obviously not doing well with COVID. But, uh, I, I really like the sentiment from the team there. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think it's tough because we see our hometown Chiefs, who we, you know, adore uh, winning lots of games and doing amazing, uh, but they chose to have fans. And, you know, I, it's two very different uh, ways to handle that. Yeah. And I got to say, speaking of coaching, obviously, the enemy. He will not be here next year. Nah, right? No. There's no, no. way. Most people have him here. lined up as the number one head coach candidate. Uh, and there are already multiple openings, or at least one with the Texans. And the, Oh, no, no, no. There's multiple. That's right. Because uh, Atlanta fired their coach as well. Uh, uh, I can see so, that. Uh, yeah, I could see... I could see either of those. I mean, if you want, yeah, Houston's kind of a mess right now, but it's nothing that can't be fixed. Yeah. And you get one of the premier young quarterbacks yeah. in the league and yeah. Deshaun Watson. Makes sense. I, I, my guess would be that's where he ends up. Wow. I mean, he's fantastic. Yeah, that's, he's a great coach. He is fantastic. That's, that's one of the He's a little like, guy like you, too. <laughs> <laughs> he's a little wider, but yeah. No, no, he's like 5'6", five, 5'7". Five, he was a... No, I'm saying he's older oh, yeah, yeah. than me. Oh, but, yeah, no, he's like 5'7", 2 plus. I'm a huge fan. I don't care where he goes. I'll be rooting for him, except when they play the Chiefs. But um, he just seems like legit on the sideline. He's like all business, and he just focuses on calling the plays the team obviously loves him and respects him. I think it's incredible. Absolutely yeah, he's, incredible. He's one of the premier coordinators in the league. And yeah. he, uh, yeah. his uh, alum, uh, University of Colorado, uh, actually hit him up going into this season yeah. saying, we want you to be our head coach. Wow. And uh, a lot of people are just like, it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense for him to go to that job knowing the NFL is ultimately the destination for most guys. And he, you know, come after this year, that's where he's going to be coaching someone else. Except in college, if he is or was able to build a competitive CU team, he could be there forever. That is, yeah, that is one thing about college for sure. Uh, You can be there for a long time. But But the NFL is where you want to be. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) All right. Awesome. So outside, I didn't watch any other games this weekend. Um, but was there a, any other game 
that was to the level of the Chiefs Raiders or I should say and or was there any other team that played exceptionally well and it's like wow I heard because I caught a little quick whatever I believe I saw on ESPN that the Saints is it is clearly the best team in the NFC or did I uh, I, I don't know I don't what know you may or may not clearly, have seen, but, but... I'm pretty sure that's what I saw. Is that what they said? I'm pretty sure. But but outside of that, what, what other... You guys usually watch all the games, or most of the games. Did you see any of the teams that you were like, wow? Yeah. For for games or for NFC? Oh, games in general. It doesn't matter. Oh, for games... Yeah. Uh, I, the I was Colts, throwing out the Saints because it sounded like they. Oh, Colts, Packers. Yeah, Colts, Packers went down to the wire. Yeah. That was a great game. Uh, last night, uh, even though it was kind Colts of an won, ugly, right? the Colts yeah. did win. Yeah. Uh, even though it was yeah, and I, I went to overtime and uh, a guy that had played well for them, uh, uh, Valdez Scantling, or he uh, fumbled in overtime, and from there the Colts recovered it and then just went down and I want to say kicked a field goal. Wow. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, that was a great game last night. Last night uh, was good. Rams Bucks was ugly, but it was a really good game. Uh, I wouldn't it, say how ugly it was, but yeah, it I mean, looked ugly. Yeah, but <laughs> it was ugly. But <laughs> ugly. But yeah. ugly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I you know Brady just doesn't seem like he should really still be playing, and I don't think that's really an outrageous statement to say, even if he is the goat of football. It seems pretty uh, well known at this point that he just is struggling to hang it up and is just getting picked apart some games. Which kind of stinks because it's probable if he stayed with the Pats, he probably would have gotten those extra few years he was looking for. But now it's not looking too good. Yeah. I mean, I could be wrong, but that's what I'm thinking. He just can't throw the ball downfield accurately. Yeah. I don't know what it is. It's, well, he's not young anymore. He's old, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think uh, his arm is not anywhere what it used to be. And oh. frankly, his arm was never all that strong to begin with. So when you're, you know, what is he, 45 years old no, or something? No, he's in his 43. 43, whatever, yeah. Yeah, he wanted to play until he was 45. So, yeah, that's yeah. right. So he's 40, I mean, He's like 43 and he yeah. wants to play until he's 45. But yeah. Honestly, he should not be buying past this year. Okay, so jumping right in, uh, let's start with Justin. How did your teams do, brother? Uh, it was another week of three and one. Whoa! Yeah. There you go. You're on a roll. I, You're uh, on a roll. The one I dropped was Maybe in even our yearly league. I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, so that streak is... Like a, you must have some good uh, fantasy players in that league. It seems pretty competitive, or am I wrong? In which one? Yearly. The yearly, not dynasty. He had won five in a row, but then this week, uh, him and I both uh, lost. Ooh. So real quick, did you? I went one and one, okay. and in my dynasty league, I got back to first in my division. Wow. Which is uh, with two games left is a really big deal because yeah. um, I had the There's opportunity. Only two games left in, in the regular season. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. then. 14 through, depending on your league, 16 or 17 uh, will be the playoffs. Wow. Uh, but, yeah, I had a chance to go to first in my yearly league, which is crazy because I started one and three and because was you very close. Suck. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. That's it. Uh, but, well, it's been a streaky year in that league because yeah. I was one and three, then I won like five games in a row, and now I've lost two in a row. 
And this week, I self-sabotage. Can't say it's the first time that's oh, happened geez, in that no, week. We'll have to get there when we talk strategy. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so Let's one and one this it. week. That, that seems to be my norm. So, Justin, three and one. Yeah. So, pretty stellar. Um, Thank you. Second week in a row. Yeah. Are all of your teams on the path to the playoffs? Or is one of your, and I say teams, uh, or I guess your four leagues, you know? Gene, you might have a, a pretty good idea about yearly. This that was hard for me to. Is currently it's on the bubble. in the bunch of like oh. seven of us. So it's six Got teams it. make it out of the 12. Got it. And right now, I want to say there's like nine teams fighting for those six spots. Yeah. Uh, and no one's other than like one guy who's eight and three. I'm, I'm a game back out of first place. Yeah, he, uh, he can still so make it. There's, three of, there's yeah. three of us. There's three of us. So is it normally like that, or is this just an unusual year because of everything going on? I would say more often than not, this is how leagues are designed to be, but I'm not going to say that every single league you'll be in is going to be super down to the wire. Like yeah. We're in uh, our Dynasty League that I'm in with Justin. Uh, we have ba- essentially all six of our teams already decided. There is one team still trying to fight their way in, but that's wow. the team I played and beat this week. Just simply because and of the so, record, obviously. Right, and yeah. so uh, it's looking like with two weeks out, uh, unless something happens to our bottom team uh, that's currently on track to make the playoffs, uh, it's looking like those six are already decided. Yeah. yeah. So is it? this might be a stupid question, but i got to ask. Is it more fun when it comes down to the wire? I mean, it sounds like it's more exciting and I think more competitive, so. right? I, yeah. I think it's more fun. I, I really do. But I also think it's, you know, if you're like uh, Justin and I and really, you know, devote yourself to your team and whatnot, I think it can be rather stressful. <laughs> okay. Well, that, that's it. That's fair. That's why I, after my first year of testing it, backed out quickly. Nah, Bad just, enough, yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. It, is a, it can be stressful, and we know it's a lot of work. I joined right? that league for <laughs> half a second while you were in it. <laughs> Leo was, oh, that's right. Their work that's league, right. It was their work league, and uh, the team that had the first overall pick, this is back when QBs went one usually, so he took Peyton Manning. He started the year 0-4, and, and he said, screw this league, I want out. <laughs> so, my dad came to me. He, get, he said, hey, uh, I know you like fantasy football. I was just starting to get into it back then, but uh, this is probably good 12-plus years ago, probably longer. Yeah, I was probably around like 13, 14. Uh, and so uh, I was a couple points away after that 0-4 start from making the playoffs. And just like in now – Back then, I self-sabotaged. I thought, this is back when... Uh, I can't believe you the, remember this. Hey, it stuck with me. Uh, <laughs> I, this burned. is back when the reporting for uh, and injuries and whatnot for players going into the game wasn't anywhere near what it is today. Yeah, I, and I so I, is, I sat Joseph Adai because they said he was questionable. And this is uh, Colts running back a yeah. long time ago. Yeah. And then uh, he went for 44 fantasy points uh, in a stand in our league. Yeah. And wow. the guy I played went for like four. Wow. And so I missed that league's fantasy uh, playoffs by, I want to say, not even five points. Whoa. Because it Whoa. came down I can't to a tied record. remember that. Yeah. I, that's like probably that's my a, worst beat pro- ever in fantasy. But that's probably what got you hooked. Just yes. Probably, yeah. I mean, I, I got a taste of Just say yes. the come up. Exactly. Okay. So, favorite part of the show: projections. Okay. 
who you guys are already laughing. Okay, I haven't even said anything. That's my favorite part. Yeah, 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 that's fun. So, which players, okay, exceeded projections, and which players fell short of projections? <laughs> Is that fair? Uh, on the exceeded. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh no! Here we go. Well, the data. Okay, let's start I with really, the top five. Let's start with our top You want the five? five? Yeah, I don't have that. Yeah, yeah we got okay. it. Up. I'm actually curious about this. Okay, so at, at number five, we've got Justin Herbert, quarterback okay. for the Chargers. Yeah. At 27.7. Yeah. Uh, number four, Robert Woods, wide receiver for the L.A. Rams. Wow. That's an exceeded. Uh, yeah, that's definitely an exceeded. Wow. Uh, he was only projected, I think, 12 or so points, and he had 30.6. Wow. Is Cup yeah. in there as did, well or did, no? Because he didn't have the touch. Cup is not in now, there. Now, just out of curiosity, Cup, did, did guys or teams you played against have him play? I had Robert Woods. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, how did you know? You know, shifting the strategy for a second. Like, this is, this is, so, this is interesting. For Robert, for Robert Woods, I always juggle back and forth with him and either um, – a third running back that I want to play because in that in that league we can play uh, three running backs and three Is receivers or two running backs and okay. four receivers. Okay. Yeah, it's a flex spot. Yeah. So I I, I like to uh, just look and see what I have at that moment. But Robert Woods was like just my standalone guy that was going to get me the points I needed. But but why but, do you say that when he was only projected to get twelve? I, I didn't need much more to win the game. Okay. And the only other guy I had to put in was. Todd Gurley and I just—he just didn't have a good matchup. So it's kind of kind of the better of the two evils, but yeah, it was an easy choice for me right. to choose Robert Woods just because of the just exceeding projections in right. a very big way. Right. Wow. Okay, that's cool. That's yeah. Cool. That's and then fantastic. his counterpart. Strategy, I love it. His counterpart. Sorry about that. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Santa was coming to town. Bojangles up there for a sec. <laughs> so his counterpart, Cooper Cup, also did well. But in, I would say he exceeded expectations. I'm sorry, projections. Projections. Um, but he didn't get a touchdown, so uh, he finished with 25.5, and that's just inside top 10. Wow. Um, and then at number three, we've got Deshaun Watson with 31.3 points, quarterback for the Texans. Did they win or lose, the Texans? They won. Wow. Yeah. Who did they play? New England. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that hurt New England. And then uh, at number two, Adam Thielen, wide receiver for the Minnesota Vikings with 32.3. And number one. Keenan Allen, wide receiver for the L.A. Chargers. Oh, so they had two. Yeah. So, so did they 34. win? The Chargers win their game? I think so. That's how they, they had to have won. I was going to say, if they had yeah. two guys that were racking up points like that. Yeah, they won. They, they were playing the Jets. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, okay. the Jets are okay. still winless. Wow. So they're in route for the number one draft. Speaking of that, real quick, is there anyone out there? Is the quarterback for Clemson going to be in the draft this year, or? Yeah, so he said going into the year that he was this was his last year and that he was coming out. Um, there are people that have said, you know, why not just stay in the, you know, stay at Clemson and potentially win another ring and potentially not get drafted by the Jets. Um, but from what I've heard, it sounds like the more probable likelihood is that he would leave for the draft and then just uh, refuse to play for the Jets. That, to me, I don't like that. Elway did like it. Manning. Yeah. yeah. Manning yeah. did it. I and, didn't like that uh, Elway did it. Yeah. Who? Uh, John Elway. Oh, Elway did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you know that? That's way back. 
I mean, I just through having heard people talk about this conversation on like ESPN and whatnot whenever it comes up because every year they end up being like, well, should Trevor Lawrence not go in because of this team being at one? This happens more than you would think just because of crappy teams like the Jets. Do you agree with not playing for the Jets or you go to the Jets and you they build a team around you? I think the Jets are relatively on the rise for being an awful team. Uh, I know those statements are kind of contradictory, but, uh, you know, they've got some uh, solid weapons in guys like Mims, and I think uh, P. Ryan at running back will end up being decent eventually. Uh, I love their left tackle rookie they drafted this year. Uh, He was kind of a boomer bust kind of guy. And out of the left tackles taken, they were all kind of boomer bust, all four of them that went like top 15 picks in the first. And I would say he looks the best but if, out of the four. But that being the case, I'm a quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. And is he right-handed or left-handed? Trevor is right-handed, I believe. So you notice when a guy's left-handed. Is important your left, right? Yeah, blindside's yeah. Side. left. Dude, that to me sounds good. Yeah, you know, uh, I don't think they're in quite as – awful of a situation as you would kind he of think surface level just gonna yeah. be a man and do it <laughs> i think, be I a think man more up. often than not it just makes sense to go there because the media can potentially destroy you for doing that and your teammates can potentially destroy you for, for doing no. that well, I think if you've got I, a guy so in your agree. locker room and he comes in and you're having to, you know, be the guy that's supposed to lead your team and, yeah. you know, bring you success yeah. and you have to, you know, look at him every day and say, oh, this guy saw a challenge and ran like right. hell from it. Right. I don't think that's going to sit well with yeah. people. And, and New York, you know, it is the AFC East, right? That's what it is. Yes, right? that's our division. So, with the Pats, Dolphins, and right, uh, Bills. Right. New York is amazing. He probably would make insane money if he if he after what is it first. Oh, that doesn't year. matter where he plays. No, so That's, with the NFL, uh, if you're a first rounder, you really don't start to see the crazy money till the. Now guys are starting to opt out earlier, but prior to like a year or two ago, it would typically be like the fourth or fifth okay, year. Got it. Now but, it's but becoming that, the but third. That, yeah. That's okay because like Patrick Mahomes, it gives you the opportunity to get some wins under your belt and then your price tag raises, right? That's true. Yeah, That's true. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah. I mean, look, if he's throwing the ball and it's hitting guys on the numbers and they're not, and they're dropping the ball, that's not on him. Right. So, so, or if guys aren't getting open, I mean, I think the one thing he goes to the Jets, the one thing you have to fear is, uh, you have a guy like Joe Burrow, who's having a phenomenal rookie year, but his O-line was quite underwhelming. And I think people knew it was going to be a matter of if, not when, on him getting a big injury and or just like a gigantic hit. I mean, that's obviously going to come for most QBs unless yeah. your O-line is just nuts. But his is really bad. And he tore his ACL, MCL, yeah. and that. had some Get other structural I, damage. I think I yeah. saw that so, uh, through, a, through a notification on so I will, Sports. I will say if Trevor decided not to go to a team, the possibility of a Joe Burrow situation happening would be almost certainly why it happened. But still don't think he's going to get a whole lot of sympathy. Okay, which players uh, just laid an egg? I know it's not Easter. Thanksgiving's coming up. So maybe they dropped <laughs> yeah, a turkey. What, yeah, what, what a did turkey. turkeys lay or drop? 
other turkeys, eggs, eggs, but, yeah, guess, you know. But what are we talking any, about? Any, <laughs> we're talking about fertilization. No, um, the <laughs> getting freaky with your turkey. That would be bad. Anyway, <laughs> gobble gobble. The <laughs> so, uh, but but off the top of your head, are there any players that you're aware of that just did not show up? Right. Yeah, uh, Rojo, Ronald Jones, running back for the Bucks. Mm. He laid an egg. Uh, Todd Gurley for yeah, running back for I, the Falcons. He laid an egg. Uh, Logan Thomas, tight tight end for the uh, Washington football team. He had like six yards. Uh, those yeah, are the three good. I noticed right off. Oh, uh, Matt Ryan. He cost me a win in yearly, just like Jimmy G did, the quarterback for the Niners. He put up five fantasy points. Uh, but you're saying you get, Jimmy G earlier in the season. Earlier in the season yeah. did it to yeah. me uh, in a game that I would have won if I'd gotten like any decent yeah. quarterback play. Same thing happened here. Matt Ryan goes out and puts up 5.2 points. Who's they play against? Yikes. Uh, I want to say they played the Saints. Oh, yeah. defense. Yeah, no, Saints the defense. Saints defense is pretty legit. I don't yeah. care if the guy goes out there and puts up 14 fantasy points because I still win in that case because 14 yeah. is not asking for much. That's true. But five? Yeah, and then Hollywood Brown. Zero for three Ooh, on Hollywood. Yeah, zero points. Three targets, no what catches. Position, what team? Receiver for the Ravens. Wow. He was their first round pick, what, last year? Yeah. So this is the second Whoa. year. What college did he play for? He played for uh Oklahoma. Oh wow. Oh yeah. He was a uh, think about it. A showman like that down in Oklahoma. Hollywood. <laughs> oh, trust me. ESPN <laughs> refused to shut up about that for a minute because uh, he was there when it was like Baker Mayfield and whatnot, yeah. and uh, maybe even that one year of Kyler. And uh, oh no, no, he came in with Kyler, so that would have that meant yeah, he would have been uh, on the team with Kyler that one year. Yeah, so he played for Baker Mayfield, number one pick. Then he played for Kyler Murray, number one pick. Uh, but he's just kind of an undersized guy that's just freaky fast. Uh, but he seems to be a little on the injury-prone side. And the productivity really hasn't been there either. Got it. So strategy real quick. Any guys, and you guys I think said this, it's like, and maybe this is Gene strategy, maybe not so much Justin's. We're in the final stretches. You, It's, it's do or die. Are we still there? Or is it like, no? or Because uh, the train... No, we're absolutely... The train, tra- train's over. That was no, I was over. wrong about that. Oh. It's actually this week. You got it. Yeah, so uh, both our... Tra- yeah, both our trade li- deadlines are this week. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, two weeks out. Uh, I, this is kind of that point where no matter how much you like your team, if it's not working, you got to shake things up and try something new. Oh, I thought you were a do or die guy. I I am, but it, to, at the same time, you know, if there's two games left and it's not looking great, you got to take a big swing. If it's even like a decent shot, yeah, I'd say stick with what you got. Got it. But yeah, if, if you got to swing for the fences, now is the time. Justin, what are your thoughts? I mean, I'm still staying on the same track as far as if you're in shape to make the playoffs and your team is doing what it's doing to to score points, then you don't need to make any big moves. But if you also have to take into account if you're in the playoffs, what your matchups are going to look like, and if you can if you can help, yeah, if you can help, you know, and, and make moves that are smart to to put you in advantageous matchups, then do that. 
Which it's a good idea to look at that. Okay, and I meant to ask this earlier. Totally shifting back to the beginning of the show. So they kept saying how easy the Raiders' schedule is from here on out. Yeah, and how difficult the Chiefs' schedule is. Won't matter. Yeah. So that's what I was going to say. Gene says won't matter. Justin, what do you say? As far as fancy, or as far as those two teams? Oh no, no, no. I apologize. So yeah, as far as the two teams, and you know, making it to the division playoffs, et cetera, you know, and who leads and so, and whatnot. I, I'm not worried about the difficulty of schedule. As oh, long as, the as long as they want to, you know, start tackling, then we're good. <laughs> the Chiefs yeah. are up two or three games in division. It's yeah. over. Got it. Okay. Well, let's see how that plays out. I thought they were making kind of a big deal of it myself, but they the probably were. Day, I think they probably were for if the Raiders won that game. I, yeah. I, 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 yeah. I agree with you. Okay. That is a good point. Yeah. That is a good point. Okay. Because, yeah, we'd be having a very different conversation about that okay. had the Raiders won. So are there any guys out there, back to strategy, any guys out there that, you know, are on the wire? And I, and I forget how My, you guys do it. Michael but. Pittman, receiver for the Colts. Gus Edwards, running back for Definitely the Ravens. Guys. They're the only two you need to know this week. Gus Edwards, is he from the U? He was, and then he transferred to Rutgers ah, for his last, like, did. year. Yes, and then right. went to the that NFL. But he played like his other three or four because he redshirted as well, I think. And he was at Miami for like three or four years. Got it. I want to say he was at Rutgers for two, actually. Okay. So, so a couple of guys to consider to pick up. Um, any guys out there that are like, hey, drop them like a hot potato or basically. Nothing I can think of. Yeah, it's. I, I can't think of anyone off the top of my head that's like, all right, we got to get rid of this guy. At this point, yeah, it all, it's only left. if you're able to. Snag those two yep. guys Gene was talking about. Um, I would also mention uh, one of the running backs for the Patriots. So James White, because they have Rex Burkhead yeah. who went out with an injury. He's, he's like done their, for the year. He's like their their target guy. So I mean, yeah. James White might. If you're in a PPR league, James yeah. White could be good. Yeah. Gotcha. Don't don't go for it in a standard. No. He's not going to do anything no. in a standard. Yeah. Okay. So last question: Do the Steelers go undefeated, Justin? No. Gene. No. Until next week. FNS. FNS. FNS.